Lord's Day, and welcome to the official kickoff of Renewal Week, Holy Week edition, mm. 2023. Uh, this specific episode, unlike the rest of the episodes this week, is coming out as an evening edition, um, just to kind of pick up a little bit where we left off this morning, but if you were listening this morning, we tidied up stories for faith, mm-hmm. uh, but we, we felt like it would still be good Uh, Rather than just starting kind of like this Holy Monday discussion, working through a little bit more in detail, since we didn't talk too much about it this morning, about Palm Sunday, a huge kickoff to, you know, the most important week in human history. Mm. Uh, So Pastor Mike, talk to us a little bit first about um, why even spend a renewal week walking through Holy Week? Yeah. Um, Well, I would, I probably would give two reasons, and you might have more to add to that or... um, embellish it. But first, I would say, for me, just even personally, I enjoy doing this because it just helps me know the story better. I want to mm. know the story inside and out. I want to be, you know, if I want to be shaped by it, I got to know it. I want it deep in there. And so you just had a practice over the years of like rehearsing the days of the week. And it's not the whole story. I mean, there's a lot more to the story of Jesus, the whole Bible, obviously. But like, this is the kind of climax, as you said, it's probably, yep. you know, I think we would I think it's pretty safe to say that Jesus' death and resurrection is probably the most important event in human history. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so we're, we're good on that. Safe right. in this room, at yeah, least. <laughs> yeah, maybe his return when he comes, you know yep. what I mean? But exactly. Fa- fair enough. But like, um, but what were the actual events leading up to that? What were the themes? What, were, what was going on in people's hearts? What was going on in people's mm. minds? And if it was going on then, like, what can that speak to us? And so, uh, you know, I think one of the, you know, you know, again, there's nowhere in the Bible where it's called Holy Week. You know, right. we, we've labeled it that, but it's, you know, the, the most holy person, the most holy event, the death and resurrection of Jesus and the events leading up to it. I just want to know it really well. Um, so that's one reason. And then secondly, it's 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 connected to that, is that um, we can know pretty close yep. of what happened. And so it, this week is really grounded in history. Mm. Like, so take for example, we did David and Goliath a few weeks ago in Stories for Faith. We about know when David lived. We think it's you know about a thousand BC, but like there's there's a bigger margin there, and we kind of know the valley where he was. Yep. You know what I mean? So, but you know, it's like we know Jesus rose on the first day of the week, and we kind of work our way back, and we can, you know, there is a little bit of a debate. Of course, always it's never like seemingly airtight, but like. 80, 30, 80, 33, within a couple of years, we know when Jesus died and, and generally what happened on each day. Now, as we go through the days this week, we'll, we'll talk about some of the, you know, different viewpoints on that. But regardless, like, as far as history is concerned, like any kind of history, like whether you're talking like George Washington history or like, <laughs> you know, Egyptian history or whatever, like to, to know these events happened within that close of a time frame should as believers give us a lot of confidence that man this is our story and this is actual history this is world changing events that actually happened and so let's really know it dig into it and live it out have you thought about you know lord willing well if the lord doesn't return by then 2030 or 2033 are we going to have to make a decision and oh. we're going to celebrate <laughs> the 2000 year anniversary wow I'll have to dig it, a little deeper. Uh, this, I was just going to say, it's time for scholars to actually kind of like yeah. make, maybe make this a priority in the next 10 their, years. Yeah, that's really interesting, Dave. I've never thought of that. So I will say one of the things, you know, one of the resources that um, 
we've used, my family and I have used, is this book called The Final Days of Jesus. So good. Yep. Yep, so good. And they, you know, they're careful. They get a lot of footnotes of like, hey, other people think this. And I was just reading through there uh, this morning. You know, Wednesday of this week, there's... Wednesday's kind of like a, the calm before the real storm, mm. I mean. Um, and so, you know, they'll say, we're not exactly sure what happened on Wednesday. And, and and all that's fine. But, like, we know what happened on, you know, Palm Sunday. Yep. You know, and we know what happened on Easter Sunday. Yep. And so, you know, again, that's – anyway. So, yeah, I think those two reasons are really why. Why focus on Holy Week is, you know, even just personally for me, I want to know the story and not just about it, but, like, the themes, the things that's driving it, the motivations, the events, all that stuff. And then secondly, this, this type of thing really encourages me and grounds my faith every year in the reality of history. And so if you're new to New City, uh, for over a year now, we've had these regular uh, moments and weeks called Renewal Week. Right. Where we, you or I, sometimes a couple others, will do a little bit of a devotional mm-hmm. early morning, Monday through Friday. And so again, this week that will start. Uh, but this week we're doing it in a little bit of a different format. It'll be here on the podcast rather than on YouTube Live. Right. But they will be live early morning. So the time you wake up every day this week, you'll be able to hop on to mm-hmm. our podcast and listen to that renewal uh, day's devotion. Yeah, and don't forget the kids will be on YouTube. It's going to be so good. And the kids thing, I saw a little preview of it. Is, we did get to see a little preview of Mark really looking for a treasure in a field, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. But you know, to that point, one of the purposes of Renewal Week is to be renewed. Mm-hmm. We want the story of Christ, his good news. We want the, we want the commands of Scripture uh, to wash over us, to be stored in our hearts. We want to sometimes focus on specific things. We've, we've done that throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever it is, it is actually kind of like asking you to be intentional this week, to contemplate, you know, once again, who you are, who the Lord is, what he's doing. And this Holy Week, one of the things I love the most about this is it's a really good example of how Jesus is controlling the narrative. Yep. And so even let that uh, be something that encourages you and builds your faith this week, that Jesus, I think we said it last week in Sermon Plus, you know, his sovereignty is never threatened. Yeah. And Palm Sunday is a perfect example of that mm-hmm. because here he comes in, for example, and people have been you know, trying to say who he is for, for weeks and months now. There's been healings. There's been a lot of uh, miraculous things, and he's been hush-hush about it. But here we get to Luke 19, or if you, know, if you went through the Gospel of Mark with us, you're familiar as well. Yep. And we see that Jesus finally goes public uh, on his own timeline. So talk to us a little bit about Palm Sunday. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, so we're jumping into Palm Sunday here. Um, Matthew 21, <clears throat> excuse me, Mark 11, Luke 19, or John 12. So it's in all gospel, four gospel accounts. Um, I would encourage you to sit down, you know, with your family, maybe read through. Yeah. Uh, it's like 10 or 11 verses. But yeah, absolutely start us off on the right foot there. I mean, Jesus says, go into the village in front of you. You're going to find a cult. And he just lays out. Yep. <laughs> he's not wondering what's about to transpire. He's like, it's almost like he's reading it off of a page. And so, yeah, absolutely. I think it's... Prophecy it's, fulfilled in Zechariah. Yes, prophecy correct? fulfilled in Zechariah 9. And so, again, kind of like getting into it, it's like, okay, why? But what, what's renewing about that? It's like, okay, Jesus mm. was in charge of this story. And, you know, we can have confidence that he's in charge of ours. Amen. And so, you know, that doesn't mean it's going to be, this week is going to be filled with, you know, some highs and lows. He's going to do some more healing and teaching in the temple, some of the greatest teaching, you know, that he ever does. 
um, but it's also going to be filled with confrontation, conflict, and, and ultimately the cross. Mm. And so, you know, um, but Jesus is still, you know, the Lord is in charge uh, of the of our days and our times and our seasons. And so, you know, I think, you know, even this week as we're heading into this week, thinking about that is is really helpful. And then, you know, he's coming in on a donkey yep. as opposed to a war horse. Yep. Uh, now, it actually was common uh, for... Mm-hmm. If there was a, a powerful king in an army, he was coming to a city, he would send out a delegation into the city to get it prepared so that they could welcome him. And if they didn't welcome the, the king that was coming into that area, like, you know, like think, think of a, like a totally different scenario, like Nebuchadnezzar maybe. Nebuchadnezzar is coming to Jerusalem. Well, if you don't roll out the red carpet for him and let him come in, then he's going to like, he's going to judge and burn down your city. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to, you know, put that so bluntly, but that... And that's what he did do, actually, back in, that, in 586. Yeah. So um, so it was a common ancient Near Eastern practice. You know, here's Jesus as a royal dignitary coming into the city. What's the city going to do? And so on the one hand, you have, you, have a, you, well, you have a very mixed reaction. You do. You have uh, kind of the, the peasantry, um, you know, I don't want you know, to say just the peasantry, but kind of like the everyman yeah. uh, gathering in crowds, and they're saying, Hosanna, Lord, save us. You're the son of David. They're, you know, they're expecting this warrior to come, and it's it's wonderful praise. And Jesus doesn't stop it. Um, but as you said right before we hopped on, it's incomplete. I like that. It's, yeah. it's an incomplete, really understanding, which is actually a little bit of a dangerous understanding, as well. But then also, the opponents of Jesus are like, "Yo, calm this down." They're singing Psalm 118 and calling you the king. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna quiet this thing down or what? Right? Are you that or you're not that? And if you're not that, so stop this. So. You know, I think that mixed reaction is you're going to see throughout, or that incomplete reaction is going to be mixed throughout. Um, and then parallel to many of those ancient practices, Jesus is saying, because you've rejected me, I mean, he says it, you know, almost weeping. You know, he's he's not saying it kind of... Um, flippantly. Flippantly, yeah. He's But he's like, yeah, this city has rejected me, and so the city's going to fall under God's judgment, mm. which it does do uh, within a generation. And so, you know, it's just interesting to see how, you know, Jesus is, is acting like the king that he is. Like you said, he's, he's, it's his walkout song. He is actually doing But he knew all this is, in a sense, why he was holding, because he knew when he said, I'm the king, that it was going to get misinterpreted. Yeah. And so, you know, now is the time for it to be misinterpreted, and he understood that, um, but it was. And so, um, again, for me, I think there's an easy connection to, this is a good time to examine my heart and say, is it easy for me to miss Jesus's purposes? Mm. Even though I know, you know, again, I've studied the Bible. I have the passage here. I've been a Christian for a long time. I say a long time, 30 years. Um, grew up in a Christian home, went to a Christian school, went to a Christian college, went to seminary. You know, like I've been around the yeah. Jesus thing for a while. Um, it's still like, oh, yeah, Jesus is here to like bless me and give me a comfortable life. Like, that's like, I feel like it's a default thing that I have. I don't think I'm alone in that struggle. Um, and it just seems like Jesus is doing something bigger. When well, not you, to seem like it. He is definitely doing something bigger. I was actually thinking about uh, David and Goliath again with Palm Sunday. Because one of the things that you mentioned is that, you know, Jesus ultimately is our representative who conquers sin, Satan, and death. Yeah, like those are the in, in Holy Week. I mean, those are the big three things he's going to conquer. He's mm -hmm. going to slay as the King. That's yep. what the people are being delivered from. Mm -hmm. They're expecting, you know, Jesus to come and overthrow Rome yep. and reestablish Israel in the way that they are 
perceive it, you know, yeah. to, to need to be, et cetera. And so for even for me, my tendency is to make um, Jesus' deliverance so much more shallow than what it was intended to be in my life. Yeah. And one of the biggest contemplations for me this week is to even, and, and praise the Lord that, you know, God cares about my budget. He yeah. cares about the food on my table. He cares about my kids and my Amen. marriage, and he cares about my workplace, and he cares about my relationships, and he cares about my hobbies. Those are all wonderful, wonderful things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I make all of that my world, Yeah. Um, and I, for, I forget about the reality of eternity mm-hmm. and even my purpose and the bigger story unfolding. And so thinking about Palm Sunday, Jesus coming in, and they're, they're, they're crying out, Hosanna, you know, save us, mm-hmm. save us. But they don't even know what they're actually, what he's actually about to save them from. Right. And so just having that mindset of, okay, Lord, you the deliverer entering into my life, mm-hmm. and I definitely want you to save me, but remind me that the, like the greatest deliverance that you have already accomplished for me is victory over my own sin, mm-hmm. you know, how I can even endure the sin of others. Mm-hmm. Ult- the devil, mm-hmm. you know, and then ultimately death. Like, I don't have to be afraid of the full-grown, mature versions of the enemies of this life. Yeah, I like how you've been saying that lately, the full-grown versions of sin, Satan, and death, you know, in this life. Jesus conquered them. So, absolutely. And I think that's, again, I think it's one of the, the benefits of rehearsing Holy Week, Palm Sunday, is like, even if you've been a Christian for a long time and you're listening to this, I would encourage you just to pray you know, search me, oh God, try my heart, see if yeah. there's any wicked way in me. Like, see if there's, there's. I'm, I'm quite sure that the fullness of what Jesus came to do has still yet to dawn on me, mm. even though there's been many dawnings. You know, and week by week we celebrate it here at New City and and all those things. But like, you know, just Lord, help me to see the greatness of your accomplishment, what you were coming to do, why you came to do it. Uh, and then how that connects to the smaller, quote-unquote, smaller details of yes. my life. Because, and just to kind of wrap up, what Jesus does after, you know, he, he comes in uh, and he visits the temple. Again, here's some of the, you know, Matthew, I think Luke has him going right to the temple. You yep. almost wouldn't know. Luke does. But Mark has him visiting the temple briefly, and then he goes back to Bethany, where it's about two miles outside of Jerusalem. And then he'll come back to the temple in the morning, and, you know, we'll talk about that, you know, for Hand tomorrow. Handle business. Yeah, yeah. And he starts doing <laughs> some other things. Um, but... He visits the temple here on Sunday, and he just does some healing and some teaching. You know, just some like more of what he's about. You know what I mean? There's there's the poor and the lame and the sick, and here comes the king, not on a war horse, not you know in this big show of power, but in in humility. And then he comes and he heals and he teaches the the people who seem to be like the marginalized. And then that's just what an awesome you know way to end the day. And it's it's just another witness of what Jesus actually came to do, uh, to heal and to restore. So, well, I hope that you're encouraged that the King has come and has brought deliverance. Thanks for tuning in to this Sunday night, which is a, you know a very unique special edition exactly. of Renewal Week. Yep. And uh, when you wake up tomorrow. You'll have Monday morning ready. You can listen anytime. We'll talk to you soon.